Should be good. Yeah, that should be yeah. fine. Everybody's this this isn't a situation where Chapman's like, oh, so oh, I actually wasn't recording. No, no. I got you guys. I I always right after we clap sync go and confirm that Audacity has like waveforms on it mm-hmm. and is actively recording more waveforms. It occurs to me that I was just throwing shade on Chapman, but that's exactly what happened to me last time we recorded. That's right. Your audacity stopped recording. Yes. Chapman, I apologize. The, sh- the shade is for Brandon tonight. Yeah. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Chapman, before we started recording officially, was asking uh, where we were in this adventure. Um, you had talked to the mayor after Chapman had harassed uh, a local business person. Uh, I think you mean that the local business person was harassed by Ethan Hawkins. No, I don't think that's how it's pronounced. Ethan Hawkins. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Quick recap, more for my benefit than the listeners, because they just heard the other part of this last week. Um, Can everybody run down their characters again real quick? Oh, God um ethan hawkins sorry <laughs> you just said it ethan hawkins <laughs> see i can't even do it because my voice is too messed up right now um um yeah uh perfect you mean perfect <laughs> stay sick forever you're not allowed to get well we need this voice he's dying um, he's dying in the background but ethan hawkins it sounds is just a nasty little fellow he's a sorcerer he's evil Oh yeah, he's an asshole. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, so Josh, can you link to the to the the um the pregens folder? <laughs> yes, yes, I can. I didn't yeah. bother to say editor a copy. Editor, leave all this in. Yeah, if you could leave this in, <laughs> we're professionals. See, this is why Gabe can't Thanks, be gone God. over the summers, because we just become feral. And we've always been this way. He just edits it. Oh, shit. So, um, my character is also a tiefling. Um, that's cool. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, he's a nasty little tiefling. Don't worry about it too much. All right, Josh. You're Sam Elliott, if I recall. Well, my character is... Waverly Greenhide. He's a traveler around parts like these who uh seen his fair share of trouble. He's a green dragonborn. A druid, some might say. He thinks he's just man of the trail. Does he have a mustache? Uh he's got those little you know those like little face tendrils like catfish have? Yeah. He's got that in a sort of mustache shape. Okay. So not not a thick so- mustache. Isn't that no, no. like the dudes in Star Wars? Which dudes in Star Wars? The 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 fish. The, There's so many dudes the, in the, Star the, Wars. The, all of them. The, we, the one that walks on his hands for no reason. Didn't he have those? Sabalba? You're thinking of Lanky I, Kong from Donkey Kong. <laughs> you talking is, about Sabalba? Is that? Yeah, yeah. She's thinking of Sabalba. I mean, he's got something like that, but his is more like. Fu Manchu, this is more like actual catfish whiskers. Like they're they're fairly short off the front of his face and a little wiggly. Uh think think Wario mustache. That sort of vibe. That's 
thick and pointy, not wiggly. No, wiggles. It's wiggly. Yeah. Uh, Alon, what was your character? Uh, if I recall, just so I remember the story, you were going to be a vampire, but then realized there was a problem with you being a vampire and operating in yeah. the daylight. Uh, yeah. And we decided your character was going to molt periodically and change. Yeah. Yeah. Change class and, and probably identity. Also change names because I cannot remember for the life of me what my name was. And I definitely didn't write it down anywhere. All right. So I'm going to be. Um... He's a changeling, but not on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, am uh, I'm Nuck Tuck Buckley. I, Can you spell that first name for me? Oh, K N U X T U X. Nux Tucks? It's pronounced Nuck Tuck. Okay, the, the, the X is a fricative. All right. Yeah. Um. All right, Alex. Um. I am playing Edna Wifflebottom, who is a longtime retired wizard who's just trying to get out of the house playing a miss doubtfire-esque character oh i have yet to poison anyone yet alon what uh what uh type of character were you playing what was your character class and stuff i'm a, an Aarakocra. i think my class is for, is shifting rapidly just play a change one time Roll 1d12 to determine your class uh, right now. It's also very important okay. uh, to note that the Go way ten. that Edna prepares her spells is she crochets and knits magical circles that she then discus throws. Oh, okay. When she wants to use that's, her spells. That's some good flavor. Yeah. yeah, that is that is how she casts her spells. That is why she needs to prepare them because she has to crochet them and she can't do that in the moment. Yeah. Mater material that's costs her. Yeah. Alex is bringing the spice. That's how you know that Alex is a seasoned adventurer. Yeah. <clears throat> it's all yeah. the flavor. I would. I, I got uh, a ten for Nuck Tuck Buckwheat. All right, let's call that a barbarian. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I would like to see you incorporate hard candies of some sort into your character. Oh shit! Do I have, like? I don't think wizards can have good berry. Um, okay, so you guys were in the town of Valleybrook. You had been summoned there by the mayor uh, because uh, the town's about to get flooded out. The town's about to get flooded out because of uh, some work that's going on uh, downriver. And uh, Ethan Hawkins hassled a guy and you got chased into the mayor's office, which coincidentally you were looking for anyway. Uh, and you went in there and you immediately started causing ruckus like a bunch of damn murder hobos until the mayor had to come out and like an aggravated building-esque high school principal ask what's going on and get you to calm down. Um, and then he very quickly explained, because he has other stuff to worry about because he's about to lose his town, uh, what was going on and mentioned that he was the one that summoned you all. And then I think that's when Alon said, that's been about an hour. Let's end the episode. Um, and that was two weeks ago, uh, which, uh, everybody listening just heard last week. Uh, I think the only thing where we're being misrepresented here is that we sat quietly in the mayor's office for like five minutes before we started doing things like playing percussion and a harmonica. And then I don't recall exactly everything that was involved. It sounds like we just did a marching tune. <laughs> yeah. You put on a free concert. Right. In, uh, in City Hall. We put on a lobby concert because he didn't have the audacity. He didn't have 
the money, I guess, to put forward some good old fashioned lobby tunes for us. Well, the problem is he's a real he's like a real honest politician and he hates lobbyists. I was just thinking about like it would be really uh, like the you know how they call people if they go to conventions and they don't buy a badge and they just hang out in the general area. They call him lobby cons um, mm-hmm. or lobby conners. But I was just thinking, like, it, it would actually be a legitimately cool con if it was just lobby con and they just get like <laughs> they rent out all the lobbies, but other things are happening in all the other spaces. As you as you guys are talking about this, the the um, reception, the rece- the receptionist comes back in who was uh, on on her lunch break when you guys came in to look for the mayor and she sits down at her desk and you see that, in fact, her nameplate says her name is Lobby Connors. Mm. Hell yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the mayor, who is no longer speaks with a French accent because I got really tired of that really fast last time we were recording, uh, is uh, he's like, so anyways, that's the deal. There's 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 this going on downriver. Um, you know, they're building they're building this uh, big work down there and it's going to dam up the river and it's going to flood this town out. Well, sounds like that's not work that y'all approve of, though. No, but it's technically outside of our township uh, limits, so there's really nothing we can do jurisdictionally on it. Um, you know, the one thing working in our favor right now is there's been some kind of work stoppage up there, so it's bought us a little bit of time to try to get some stuff figured out. So, sorry, I'm just, just out of character while Chapman's dying. <laughs> Duh. Essentially, at any point in time, this whole city could be underwater and everyone could die. Um, yes. But they're just hanging out. They're like, well, there's work stoppage. There's nothing we can do, but no, any when, moment we could die. If I remember correctly, uh, last time we recorded this, uh, which uh, I have not gone back to listen to. Yeah, when you, you got, got When you got to the town, uh-huh. uh, the folks were saying, like, you, there was, I said something to the effect of like, there wasn't a whole lot of traffic going on. Everybody seemed really nervous. Like the guy at the deli was kind of boxing some stuff up. So folks are folks are sort of making plans, but obviously you don't want to leave your home uh, if you if you don't have to. So that's why they're trying sort of a last ditch effort to try to save things. Oh, okay. So this is well, okay. Wait, wait, wait. So you, oh, does that make sense? I, I think so. Is this guy trying to hire us? Yeah, he. he, sent- he he, he sent- literally did. <laughs> he sent oh. you a, he sent you that letter from the beginning of the last episode that was like, "Hey, this is going on. Please come and help." He uh, sent I'm- multiple adventuring parties letters, and we got right. mildly offended about that briefly. Yeah, I, I pull out I pull out the letter. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a numbers game." I you know I had I figured if I sent out twenty letters, I'd get maybe two responses. <laughs> the open rate is so bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> It's it's not the open rate. It's the arrival rate of the open rate. Yeah. He didn't ha- he didn't have an effective call to adventure at the bottom of it. <laughs> I mean, just on the packaging, it's just got this like weird stamp that says important. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you you actually reach into your pocket and you find the second letter he sent as part of his A-B test. And it's got a much, a much less enticing title to it. Yeah, it's it's too long. Yeah. It's below the fold. Okay. Um, so what is our mission? So 
like I said, there's a work stoppage up there and I need you to go up there and just maybe sort of talk to these people, try and figure out what their timeline is, figure out what the work stoppage is. They know me and they know I've been up there causing trouble, so I'm not about to walk back up there. But I'm hopeful that uh, this has bought us a little bit of time. Maybe we can see if there's any other thing that we might be able to do, you know, to help save the town. Maybe there's, you know, honestly, if I'm thinking a little bit more pragmatically, maybe there's something we could do uh, that could maybe sabotage whatever's going on. Young man, are you asking us to break their knees? Not necessarily, because like, here's the here's the other part of the rub, too, is, um, you know, they've already like the water is already starting to build up from what they've what they've built so far. It's not it's not a complete dam yet. But if uh, it were to be, say, destroyed, uh, you know, in an act of terrorism or something like that, uh, it would cause a lot of problems further downstream because there are some settlements down there uh, that could could get flooded out. So. You know, there's there's drawbacks to m- multiple sides of this plan. We just we need to try and figure out a solution. Sounds to me like the floods of the few outweigh the floods of the many. That doesn't make any sense. I haven't looked at the latest census, and I can't really tell you how many people live down that away versus how many people live here. So uh, there's a so- there's a sign that just says down that away. Yeah. <laughs> so um. Yeah. Just out of question, what is the purpose of this dam? I haven't gotten a lot of good information from them about it. It sounds to me like they're trying to create a reservoir so then they can uh, make some irrigation canals that uh, go further out uh, east and west and help with, uh, you know, help with a drought problem. And they keep telling me. They keep telling me that they don't think the flooding's as bad, going to be as bad as I think it's going to be. But I'm I'm pretty confident what with, you know, uh, what with us being sort of at the base of the mountains and things like that. I think the water's just going to build back up here because we're in sort of a low lying area anyway. Have you perhaps gotten a surveyor to tell you whether or not the water would build? Let me tell you, the surveyors are all in the pockets of these people, so. None of them have been willing to come over here because they know that if they do any business with me, they're going to be in trouble with whoever's building that dam up there. Oh, I see. It's very political. And believe me, as a mayor, I know a lot about politics. Oh, I don't trust politicians, young man. She's going to kind of like gently pat your hand. But uh, no, if we need to crack some skulls, then I guess we must. Mm-hmm. What's the payment for this, by chance? Aside from the gratitude of a whole town and not having the deaths of hundreds uh, hanging over your heads, I'm sure we can come up with some a nice amount of gold from the town treasury. We'll, to d- we'll do it out. for free. No, we won't. I'm a big <laughs> fan of politicians. <laughs> I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we can <laughs> get the right price if you know what I'm saying. All right, what do you all want? A bomb. Yeah, we want a bomb. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> Two bombs. That's right. <laughs> Three bombs. <laughs> okay. Um well, you know, I got some uh 
you know, I got some got some um Oh, you know, I'm, all I'm, right, anarchist cookbook. Maybe we <laughs> chill out for a minute. Editor put beeps on that. <laughs> don't put beeps on that. Uh since we're doing production notes real quick, Alan, I don't know if you wanted to go back to this, but you were doing a thing where you were trying to work in an idiom generator oh, into yeah. everything you were talking about. I'm pulling oh. up a new one. <laughs> I believe that just a, a simple stipend would suffice as a reward for us. I don't need much now. Uh, what if, what if we gave you a house? Oh, what a wonderful offer in a town that's about to be underwater. Well, keep in mind that this is all predicated on the successful completion of this town not being flooded. Well, what prevents someone else from coming and flooding it? That's a di that's an entirely different transaction. Sounds like we're about to get some... She's going to kind of like adjust her glasses. Some, some consistent work here, boys. Some steady jobs. Uh, so yeah, so, you know, since people have been, you know, pulling up stakes and leaving, we just so happen to have a fair amount of, uh, vacant real estate. So I'm sure we could very easily convey some of that to you under eminent domain. I would deeply appreciate just a lovely little cottage with a garden and I could keep some animals. Okay. And shake my cane angrily at nearby neighborhood children. Okay, we'll have to check out the zoning, but I'm sure we'll be able to figure something out. But anyways, y'all's mission... Uh, in this situation, I need the very first thing I need you to do is just get up there and figure out what the work stoppage is going on. I heard it was some kind of disagreement. You need to figure out what's going on and see if you can use that as any kind of leverage or advantage to maybe stop the project in some way, shape or form. Now, I, I got to be honest, if it turns out that this is another one of them union strike jobs, we ain't going to stop that. We... We're very pro-union in this party. Pro, pro the union, and bombs. <laughs> yes, we'll make sure they all get married. <laughs> that that is thinking with your heart and loving with your mind. <laughs> <coughs> what a paradoxical piece of oh. nonsense! Say there, we will say there, young man. Are you feeling okay? <laughs> yes. Quite sprightly. I know the only way out of this <coughs> is with a bomb. <laughs> we haven't been able to figure out what's wrong with him, but he coughs very dramatically at inopportune moments. It's very, very Victorian. He interrupted four proposals on the way here. He's definitely not sick. <laughs> Well, the town doctor left uh, last week, so I would like to be able to help you. But, uh, you know, so the fastest way for you to get better is to solve this problem for me. And uh, then the doctor might come back. Or at least you'll earn enough to pay for your funeral. Dynamite. You are right. <laughs> Edna's going to turn and begin shuffling out towards, well, the doorway, but with a design to head towards the dam. Okay. Is is anybody else pursuing this? I mean, yeah, I'm Waverly Greenhide's absolutely all aboard. Let's go. Okay. Let's do it. Let's Nuktuck Buckwheat stays behind just in case he's like, you know, about those explosives, you know? Like the mayor said, there is uh there is some uh supply of beep and beep 
uh, in the town. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Nuck, uh, like lowers his glasses down his beak so that his eyes are kind of like just peeking over. And he's like, if the punishment doesn't reach, the punishment doesn't teach. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and if the glove doesn't fit. <laughs> uh, but uh, the mayor, you know, the mayor sees you clearly leaning in a little bit more about the ingredients. And he just sort of looks around and coughs and he's like, the depot, the town depot. Uh, Nuck, Nuck, uh, nods. And then uh, kind of like his eyebrows are arching. He doesn't, he walks backwards. So his eyebrows are always like arching higher. And as he keeps his eyes contact with the mayor and he's, and he goes out the door. Okay. All right. Does that does that leave you, Ethan Hawkins? What? Wait. What about me? Did you leave, or are you still oh, there? Yeah. Yeah. I. He's just in the corner. Just... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's lighting matches and then just throwing them down. Yep. Over and yeah. over again. Hell he wants yeah. to figure out what the mayor's deepest fear is so that he can use it against him. <laughs> I guess the mayor's deepest fear at this point is probably the town getting flooded. So, yeah. And then his second deepest fear is this party. Um, so I grab uh, on my way out, Nuck Tuck uh, grabs Ethan and uh, pulls him towards the depot. Okay. All right. Um, do, are you making any excuses to your other party members or are you just sort of vanishing? Yeah, I wave to them and I go, a garden of sticks. <laughs> I, I don't know that I track that one. Is Scratch. he going? Is he going Scratch. to a garden of sticks, or is he? Does he want to show us something that reminds him of a garden? Of He's sticks going to a or? stick show at Madison Square Garden. Even further away, he like cups his hands over his beak and he goes scratching an itch you don't have. So anyway, the depot oh. is. Uh, uh, about you know three four hundred yards uh out you know out of the town proper, it uh, looks like it's a place where they put all their sort of industrial supplies for the town when they have to do repairs or or like public works or things like that. It's you know it's fenced in, but it's a small town, so it's just got like a, a you know like a simple little lock on it, and uh, uh you see a guy who's uh, sort of guarding it in a very sort of lackadaisical, half interested fashion. Nuck walks up to him and goes. A hug can be warmer than a fire. Um, he leans in for a hug. I give it to All him, right. and I rage. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the barest of bear hugs that this person has yeah. ever received. Yeah, my heart rate is racing. It's really it is really warm, yeah. and it's just like it's yeah. It's like when bees have to cluster around another bee and warm them up with the beating of their wings. It's exactly what happening. Yeah. Um, he's. And then wait, wait. Let me click. Uh, let me click. Let me whisper into this man. Okay. Here. Oh, that's. Okay. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me see what these other ones are. <laughs> that's the best one. Quick hands, quick deeds. <laughs> he's like, yes, quick indeed. And uh, he looks up at you. He's like, I got a message that somebody might be coming along. I'm gonna go take my coffee break now. I'll be back in a little bit. And uh, he starts to walk away. And then he says, oops, I dropped it. I'll just pick it up later. And you look down and there's a, a an old timey ring of keys. Yeah, I pick it up and I 
like a kiss in the night. And I go and I unlock the door. Okay. You uh, you open it and uh, the place is just full of uh, well-labeled storage for materials and stuff like that. Um, so you can very easily find what you're looking for, whether it's, you know, metal or chemicals or beep and beep and other stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cobalt, cobalt. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Um, Here's where I roll to make a bomb. Okay. Ethan Hawkins, would you like to roll to make a bomb? You're with me. I dragged you with. Yeah, make a let do a, do an intelligence check. Mm. I got a fourteen straight. Fourteen and straight. Eh, you know that's you're, that's probably smart enough to be able to put together some basic explosive chemicals. Are you like assembling it like snowball style, or what are you? Just yeah, packing I'm it all together snow- and sticking some string. Yeah, in. I'm snowballing it for yeah. sure, and then I'm like, uh, and then I'm taking like a, a casing and I'm putting it over it, and I'm like, uh, a new night is a new day to some. <laughs> all right, I imagine it's just looking like, like a cartoon bomb, just like a, a black sphere yeah. with a with a wick sticking out of it. Okay, that's exactly. Okay, right. uh, well, yeah, there's you know there's plenty of stuff in here uh, if you need any other kind of industrial supplies. But uh, otherwise, you're you know you've you've accomplished your goal there. Unless Ethan Hawkins yeah. wants to wants to join the party. Oh, I'm following the party for sure. I'm with the party. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to follow. I'm also trying to <laughs> not die. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I think I think uh, what what we're gonna do after I grab that. Is I'm gonna have Ethan um, uh, knock tuck buckweed is gonna turn towards you while you're you, you know and be like find the strongest acid you can find <laughs> and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go and find the strongest base I can find <laughs> yes the strongest acid you guys are gonna make a science volcano. <laughs> Uh, I, I I'm re- I'm looking up a pH uh, pH indicator now. Okay. All right. Helpful for this, and if you decide to build a pool here. Uh, okay. So what is uh, what is uh, Waverly and Edna doing? I feel like they're just standing at the edge of town. <laughs> they, they just they like... despawned once the other two left the area. <laughs> no, just like they continued on towards their goal, and then realizing that it was apparently going to take Nuck Tuck and ethan hawkins a little bit of time they uh they're like if we really just turn sad and it's like you know sometimes i wonder if uh if if nuck tuck is speaking in riddles intentionally or if that's just how his brain works you know i wonder sometimes but uh, truthfully it's not for me to say some boys are just born like that. And as you sit there idly pondering uh, the party dynamics, uh, you, you notice that in addition to the very hyper-specific uh, coaster store that you saw last time when you came to town, there's also a, uh, a, a figurine store uh, that has a variety of different figurines at various levels of uh, quality and provocativeness. Oh, well. I've been known to appreciate a finely whittled figure on occasion. Let me let me take a quick peek on in here. <laughs> yeah, they're made of wood. <laughs> well, surely not all of them are plastic, right? Yeah. Is there plastic in this fantasy universe? Is there petroleum? 
Probably not. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go ahead and say no. <laughs> oh no, guys, we're in a fantasy world. I'm concerned about provocative figures because you can animate those. Hey, you're the one who came up with that. Uh, that story of the guy trying to create the um. Oh God, are we talking about Lord Byron? Yeah, Wheel? Lord, yeah. you're Lord Game Byron. Game will haunt me forever. Yeah, did we should release that. <laughs> no, no, we shouldn't. Never, ever, ever. That was we can't. That was, we can't Alex release wrote it. That. Was like we can never release. That was almost five <laughs> years ago. We can't uh, release the audio from that because we set fire to it shortly after finding mm-hmm. it. So I we buried I it up. like Jumanji. <laughs> Alan desperately trying to keep things on track. Nuktuk Buckwheat walks up and uh, is like, um, half sunk and fully rigged, uh, holding uh, uh, two bombs. And you can see that around his waist, he's got some jugs of uh, drain cleaner. <laughs> and <laughs> Ethan Hawkins has some battery acid packs. Uh, I've actually, oh, this is not just battery acid. <laughs> it's just, I put some hydrofluoric acid in these <laughs> bags which is a much much more upsetting acid for the real chemical heads out there okay well i love the idea that we can't get our hands on petroleum in order to make plastics but we do have hydrofluoric acid and Drain cleaner. Maybe when you guys Where get back, we? you can build an oil derrick and solve that yeah, problem. <laughs> what do you mean? I have petroleum right here. <laughs> in this in this world, it's all based around like whale blubber and seal blubber. Yeah, I take a yeah. of the petroleum. Ah, it, it helps. It ah. helps if you've got a chapped beak. Just spread some petroleum yes. all over it. I do. I, I my tongue and I just kind of lick the edges of my beak. <laughs> that sounds awful. Um, all right. Like cooking with ice. All right, so you've got sort of a bandolier of terror all over you. Um, you guys are standing in front of the figurine store. That's 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 your rendezvous point. You're meeting in front of the figurine store. Um, and uh, you know you just sort of have to follow the river out of town uh, several miles until you get uh, to the work site. Waver- Waverly leaves the store with a bag, but refuses to let anyone see what's inside. When you said meet under the moon, I thought you meant at night. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, give us an idea of what Waverly bought. No. Uh, it's it's <laughs> it is a very smooth, uh, exceptionally well whittled butt. Okay. Just a butt. Okay, is it for putting pencils in? Oh no! (laughs) No. Um, Okay, Um, make give no context that move on. Yeah, (laughs) make sure you put that in your inventory. Zero context for that comment. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll do that. Okay, it it might come in handy. You never know. Good place to pack gunpowder and stuff. (laughs) 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 All right, so. Y'all have uh, a couple miles of uh, walking, you know, along the river through the woods ahead of you to get where you're going. I'd say <coughs> I'd say it's probably <coughs> two in the afternoon. Thereabouts. <coughs> the uh, 
the extra moisture in the air is what's causing Ethan Hawking's problems. Uh, see, if I'm sure, I'm sure if you can solve this, it'll also solve your sickness. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Chapman, you're a real trooper for sticking with us tonight. I appreciate you. <laughs> I'm doing my best. That's all you can do, Eeyore. That's all you can do. Uh... <laughs> um... So it's a, it's a typical fantasy woodland. There are trees, there are rocks, there's shrubbery, uh, there's fish in the river and stuff like that. Uh, you know, there's probably some random encounters, but, uh, you know, you're, you're avoiding them deftly. Um, uh, you know, it's, you're probably looking at maybe like a, a two, three hour walk. Is there anything you'd like to do in this interim period? <laughs> yeah, I sit down and catch my breath on a rock for a minute. Okay. Yeah, Edna's gonna kind of, like, look at the, the walk ahead, and then look back at the boys, and then look at the walk ahead, and kind of raise her eyebrows. Mm -hmm. A single instrument can play a uh, 10,000 songs. You would really think that in this area where things seem so developed, there would be more of a sort of a commercial road leading in this direction. But it looks like that's planned for future development. You pass by a sign that says, you know, the future home of the Valley Brook Corridor. Uh, but it looks like it's been there for years. It's all just kind of uh, rotted out, rusty and things like that. Looks like looks like the, 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 the city or the state just hasn't taken any interest in expanding their commerce in this area. So consequently, you have a well-worn path that has wagon wheel ruts in it and such. I'm just trying to figure out if there's a way I can petroleum my way to Edna getting a Modoc style hover chair. I mean, probably like tensors floating disc with a lawn chair on top of it. Oh my I, gosh. Do I have tensors? You do now. <laughs> oh yeah. If I can pop a spell slot to use tensors, do I have like a magic ring or something? I can just cast at will. Um, sure. Yes. But it's it's gaudy old person costume jewelry. Perfect. Yeah. So Edna's gonna pull off her ring and crush it in a single hand uh, to take the pieces. And they're going to like float around into a mosaic that looks suspiciously like Victorian China pattern. Mm -hmm. And then from it is going to sprout a cloth really floral really overstuffed grandma chair that has a little bit of swivel to it mm -hmm. um and she's going to slowly sit into it with a sigh and then be like all right we can go okay you have no difficulty navigating the woods in your floating chair oh <laughs> uh, no you know you all know what this means Edna's gotten into her big overstuffed chair. We're going to, for the last leg of the trip, we're going to have to have story time. Every time Edna gets up in her big overstuffed chair. What kind of story would Edna like to tell? Oh, um, so back when I was a young girl, there was a small shop down by the pier. And we would go to that shop very often to buy penny candy. 
But at the time, penny candy was hay penny candy, for it was much less expensive than you have to pay for today. The prices some of these people want is outrageous. Everybody roll a constitution check. <laughs> keep going, keep going. So anyway, when me and my sister would go down to the penny candy store, sometimes she would say that she, who had all the money at the time, that all the money was hers and she was just going to buy me some penny candy, when in reality, it was half mine, half hers. Keep rolling constitution so checks. Anyway, we would go down and the shopkeeper was such a nice old man. He... He, he unfortunately died of a wasting sickness cast by a lich not terribly long ago. Well, not terribly long ago for for me, I guess. Regardless. Waverly, you fall asleep. Oh, dear. You just collapse in the road. Yeah. I, the first one was a 16. The second one was a nat one. I failed both mine immediately. I got an eight and then I got a two. <laughs> Your beak first ass up in the ground. Yeah, I got a um, oh, uh, oh, hey, I actually got I got a uh, a nine and eleven. Are you about to TPK us? <laughs> You're asleep, not dead. <laughs> yeah, uh, and when when she gets to the part about wearing an onion on her belt, because was that was the style at the, at the time. time. <laughs> <laughs> and the be- and the quarters used to the quarters used to have bees on them, and they'd say. <laughs> Give me four, five nickels for a bee. Five nickels for a bee, I said. And she was saying, no, 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 you will get three nickels for this bee. And I, well, I lit her hair on fire. All of a sudden, you're like 30 feet ahead of everybody, and they're all just passed out. She's going to kind of um, pause and like slowly swivel, be like, oh dear, they must be more tired than I thought. <laughs> to wake them up with Werther's originals. Well, she's going to float down on her chair and rifle through her like huge oversized crochet bag that she carries with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's going to rifle through and then you're going to hear the, the, the crunchling of some r- candy wrappers. And she's going to pull out candies that are like suspiciously non-branded. <laughs> like they're just going to have like red wrapper like red cellophane wrapper over just an orb just just a small orb Mm -hmm. and she's going to walk by and just sort of pop into each of the boys mouths one of these non-branded orb candies (laughs) (laughs) what are they what color are they they're sort of a caramelly brown okay all right, I'm I'm gonna imagine they're a little bit spicy, um, but uh, you know everybody's free to have their own reaction to these uh, unbranded orb candies that were bought at like the dollar store. I mean, everybody's every everybody's over here being like, "This is a cinnamon butterscotch candy," is what this is. That sounds awful. Excuse you, Toriel did her best, Brandon. <laughs> uh, I wake up and I'm like, some languages are known to all. Yes, you're very, you're very right, dear. <laughs> the thing I love about the idioms is I keep waiting for the next part of it that ties it together, and then it just never shows up. <laughs> <laughs> so what you don't understand is that all of these are just small portions of one big idiom. 
Yeah. So that next part that you're waiting for, it's literally just the next time Nuck Tuck talks. This is the whole story. Oh my God. Listeners, listeners, go back and write down all the idioms in order <laughs> and then send them to us in the Discord. Oh God! Someone would have to be very dedicated. I'm, I'm for sure that. there's at least one person. I, I out there don't who might don't do say that. that. We do have some really lovely oh fans God. that would absolutely like do something like that. Don't don't put that on them. They're too good for that. <laughs> Personal responsibility. <laughs> they can make Appreciate their choice. Um, uh, but yeah, so everybody's back up now. But you've all got you've all got kind of that uh, sort of grogginess that you get after a midday nap, whether it's fifteen minutes or an hour and a half. Um, so you're just you know you got the cobwebs in your head. You you just got a funk about you, and you're trying to get it sorted out. But you've probably got another forty five minutes on the walk. Oh, we weren't sleepwalking. No, no, you guys just fell straight down because you were put to sleep by that incredibly boring story about the guy who died from the wasting disease. I, I like how I introduce a character that dies from a wasting disease from a lich, and y'all are like boring. Yeah, boring. I was oh, what I was waiting for because I was using my own grandmother's stories as templates is for you to be like, now his sister was so and so. And I remember when I was young, she used to be a teacher at the school. I think she taught English. That's when I first read X book or something like that. Um, so when we were knocked out, did we have a dream that maybe gave us a premonition? Absolutely. What was your dream? Uh, I think I was dreaming uh, that um, Nuck Tuck was like, uh, woke up and he was like, solving a maze by burning it and he's in a burning maze and he begins to sprint through it and um he's running the smoke is getting heavier and he knows that he can't really fly off because there's uh, there's too much smoke above him but he's like running and i'm gonna roll a d20 and we're gonna find out if this resolves well or poorly okay uh and i got a um 20 a nat 20 so i'm <laughs> running through <laughs> the maze and then all of a sudden, um, some hands grab me and pull me through the bushes and uh, and into the center of the maze. And what do, is there anything I find there that's of relevance? Um, you're brought uh, face to face with uh, just a giant uh, eyeball, and it uh, it looks uh, it looks uh, a little bit like it's drained of color. It looks uh, like kind of reddish pink. Yeah, I look, Nuktuk looks at this eyeball and he's like, like a barrel full of badgers. <laughs> Again, I just lean in automatically like I'm waiting for the next part. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Does anybody else want to have a dream? I think, I think Waverly's dream is just Waverly sitting on an old rocking chair on the front porch of a little house and just watching watching the grass blow in the wind and then while he's watching the grass blow in the wind he tastes three flavors simultaneously and those are cinnamon butterscotch <laughs> and salt and he's like <laughs> and then he he awakens on the ground uh where as as he's been like face first in the dirt uh he gets a little bit of that earthy taste as well waking up and he's like now nah, this is this is rightly unpleasant <laughs> it's a shame that it wasn't saltwater taffy 
that would have also very much fit for an old woman. Uh, um, mm. All right. Uh, Ethan Hawking's you're just trying to stay alive. You're not dreaming. Uh, Ethan Hawking's has like a nightmare of of like repeatedly getting out of chokeholds, but then like having another chokehold or put around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A nightmare, you say? I mean, okay. I mean, it doesn't have to be just a nightmare. Sounds but... hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These these dreams can be more. Sometimes you discover. Things. Yeah, there's a lot of interpretation to go into In there. Nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> In dreams. Yeah, the dream. Like the dream has awakened something in you. Do you ever really awaken? Um, Is okay, the person so who af- leaves the dream the same who entered it? Are- <laughs> oh come on, man! I I can't. I don't have that in me today. Are you the dreamer or are you the dream? Am I a butterfly dreaming? I'm a plate of sashimi. Yeah, Ethan Hawking really is somebody being choked in a wrestling ring, and the loss of blood to his head is making him imagine this fantasy oh, world. So that's how we can we can die. This is how we'll dive right back into mainline. Is like with this wrestling match. Oh my God, you're an isekai character. <laughs> oh my God, if we do a transition. <laughs> oh the. Oh yeah, let's put, a, let's put a little uh thing, a little mark in this to come back to it. Chapman just Chapman wins the prize. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll record the final episode of this and then just sit on it until we know we've got a wrestling match episode coming up. I don't know. God, imagine us giving that to Gabe and him being like, "What the hell happened while I was mm-hmm. gone?" <laughs> It'll be a great it'll be a great excuse to use like sort of flashback dream harp music. That would be mm-hmm. that would be awesome. Um all right. So you guys are coming out of the forest a little bit. You're coming to a clearing. You can see like the the river has gotten wider. Uh you know, it's it, there's a lot more shallows to it than there was. It's very clear that you know, something is preventing the flow of things up there. Uh, but you can't really see from here. There's rocks and stuff like that. You got, uh, you know, maybe like a hundred yards or so. You got to trek up uh, a little bit of an incline. But you can, if you listen carefully, um, you can hear sort of general noise of a gathering of people. Um, I wouldn't go so far as to say like construction type noise or anything like that, but just like the sounds of a camp- of a populated campsite. Oh, I remember these sounds from when I was a young girl. It's a cult. I I was I was bracing to have another exceptionally long sleep inducing story told. <laughs> uh I sorry, did you say it's a cult? I I know these sounds. These are cult sounds. You sure it ain't just sound like a cult? I know a cult when I hear one. Well, let's reserve a little bit of judgment until we get up, you know, a little closer and maybe talk to somebody. I haven't reserved judgment once in my life. I am not about to start now. When we go over the ridge, can there be a guy in a dark hood that's like, Reserve your judgment! Reserve it! Why do you sound like you're trying to be Voldemort in the Harry Potter movies? 
I don't know. I haven't seen those. I know, which is why it's amazing that it's so on point. You haven't seen the Muppets either before, have you? No, I, well, I've definitely seen the Muppets and Muppet Treasure Island, my favorite. Okay, I just I remember here uh, thinking at one point that you like you did a great Sam Eagle impression, but I think Josh said that like you don't he doesn't even know who Sam Eagle is. No, I didn't. When I did that impression, I wasn't trying to do a Sam Eagle oh, impression. Okay. And then and then we Josh was like, that's Sam Eagle. And I was like, oh, my God, that is. But I, I, didn't, you know, I think there was also it. a brief period where you were doing a bit where you didn't you'd never seen yeah. any popular media of any kind. It's not a bit. Uh, it's unfortunate. There's, there's a lot of truth true. to it. Reserve <laughs> your judgment. People, people. Put your hammers away and or back to the stone. We build and or dismantle this dam in the name of our God. <laughs> all right. So you all uh, walk up the ridge a little bit more. You can start hearing the sounds a little bit more clearly. Um, uh, maybe maybe there's some kind of cultish aspect to it, but it just, you know, it sounds like some chanting and things. Uh, you get up there. And you get to a point where you can see everything. The camp is very much, uh, you know, laid out as a work camp. There's large tents. It looks like one of them is being used for a mess. Uh, lots of them set up. It looks like they're like shared living quarters and things like that. There's uh, an old mine entrance that's set into the uh, that's set into the mountain. It looks like there's some folks over there guarding it. You can see the dam crossing the river, and you can see that sort of they're they're building from either side. And the middle hasn't been completed yet. And you also see a bunch of people walking around with signs. Um, you know, a, a lot of them uh, look, you know, strong type folks, uh, you know, talking about, you know, with carrying signs that say things like we want to get paid. But you also see uh, another group that's wearing robes, kind of like what Spock wore in Star Trek four uh, long, you know, like the big white robes and things like that. They've got hoods. Uh, some of them have signs that say like the end uh, in big letters and then is nigh underneath it. Uh, but in the middle, it says of the strike. And then underneath nigh, it says, if we get a fair deal. Um, and another one, another one, another one of the signs, one of the people with robes is carrying it. It says like, uh, cultus local 405 supporting our damn building brothers. So there's very clearly some sort of, uh, labor oriented work stoppage here. Um, and the, uh, the mine, uh, it looks, has like a hastily painted sign on it that looks like it says, uh, like, you know, uh, foreman's office. I keep so close to hearing you say mime every time. Mm -hmm. It makes me really excited, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, um, when we, when we crest that ridge and we can really truly see the, the group, uh, knock, uh, tuck, buckwheat says some languages are known to all. <laughs> does he have a different inflection on it from the last time he said it so yeah, like it means yeah. something different this time yeah exactly okay okay because he's you know he's a, a man of the politicians and a man of the people yeah. because he believes politicians are elected by people yeah person who's transcribing all the idioms make sure you mark that that one has a different yeah. inflection this inflection. The second time around yeah yeah there's a weight yeah so you know it looks like several hundred people who are uh, out there working um you know some signs say like you know we don't want a pizza party we want a fair wage that kind of thing um you know work from home if it were possible in this particular scenario but we understand that it's not 
uh, on another sign. Uh, and it just, you know, it, it, it looks like, uh, they're, they're keeping their spirits up. You got one, you got one person who's talking to them and saying all kinds of things, like sort of like leading, leading the demonstration of the moment. Uh, it's like, yeah, you know, we're going to, we're going to show them, you know, we heard all these rumors about not getting paid, not getting what we're owed and we're going to show them damn their damn. And then everybody starts chanting that. Damn, 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 uh, so, <laughs> I was like Barry White if he were in The Sims. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, uh, I stride. I stride over. I stride over to the, I, the, I don't know what the house. The, sorry, the the the, the mine. Yeah, not mine. Yeah, the mine. mine. Yeah, and I go in. Is there a foreman's office? Well, first of all, before you go in, there's like guards there. They're like, hey. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta protect the foreman and management. What, uh, what's your business here? Uh, <laughs> guided by hope. Oh, a, another negotiator that they're trying to send in there. I get it. Okay, all right. Well, and uh, he, uh, he tells you, uh, he's like, no weapons inside. Um. I don't. I don't think. Am I carrying weapons? Should I roll for this? I mean, you are carrying yeah. bombs. And judge. Yeah, but are those weapons or are those <laughs> tools of the trade? Hey, what's what's those what's those black spheres hanging off your belt? Bombs. <laughs> oh, what? Well, tell me more. What kind? Like like explosives? Uh, here, give me one second. A false alarm does mean harm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, oh, so they're just pretend bombs. They're like toy bombs. Okay, I, like learning from an echo. Okay, they're just they're they just make sound. They're just yeah. Okay, I understand. I understand. They just make sound. That's all it is. Okay, well, all right, you can go in. I stride in with purpose. All right, you stride in with purpose, and uh, the mine has been sort of poorly retrofitted. Uh, into uh, sort of a block of offices. It looks like it looks like the the sort of hallway mine shaft that you're in just goes way down there for a little bit, and uh, but you can see up like up to the right there's a, a like an initial office. Yeah, and does it, it have like one of those like opaque glasses that have uh, the person's name and, and title on it? No, it's just carved in 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 stone the rock yeah but it doesn't have a name on it it looks like uh things get shuffled around here pretty frequently so it's just got a number on it and then there's a piece of paper taped taped to it with uh with a name uh did we all get past the guards as part of the negotiators entourage or yeah i feel like you're all sort of a uh you know okay. a, a group okay. in this they're not gonna stop me i look harmless you look like modok <laughs> I look like a little Grandma Modoc. Grandmodoc. <laughs> there you go. It took you a minute, knock, but you got there. I knock on the door. Mm -hmm. It's like, ah, what, what do you want? 
Oh god, let's find out what I want. He's a matron optimally designed for what's an what's an O knitting. word? I was gonna say kissing, but knitting's good too. No knitting. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, he says, "What do you want?" And I go, "Turning coins into bills." That sounds like you want to negotiate a deal with the wage strike. I think <laughs> he's like. He's like, all right, come come on in. And you open the door and you see sitting behind the desk with uh, sort of a two or three days growth of beard, a half smoked cigarette uh, hanging out of his mouth, port like sitting there looking over just stacks of papers, just looking absolutely haggard, sort of long flowing black hair and a pale complexion. The vampire manager looks up at you and says, let's get down to it. Feels like scene. Yes, yes. Hell yeah. Uh, wait, wait. Can you can you say like uh? Can you say something along the lines of like uh? Let's let's squeeze some blood from this stone or something. <laughs> I mean, he's already a vampire. Let's not want to play. Let's not make him worse. He's oh, a vampire okay, well, okay. and a stereotype. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>